Did you ever hear the tale of the hottest take in the galaxy? I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It's a convoluted legend. Millennia ago, people had takes just like today, and some of them were quite hot. Someone, at some point, is said to have had a take so hot that it could burn across the stars and lay the galaxy itself to waste. To protect the galaxy, ancients buried the take away. They locked the vault of the take with a key, which they then split into five parts and spread throughout the stars. History became legend. Legend became myth. One part of the key wound up as the centerpiece of a shrine on a flying planet. And if it was ever uncovered, a warning would sound that the hottest take in the galaxy would soon be unleashed. It never was. Until a group of podcasters built a vast underground base on that flying planet so many years later, and one of them uncovered the shrine in the northern reaches of the planet. The warning was sounded, and everyone who believes in the legend of the take will be after it. Each piece of the key leads to the next, ultimately leading to the take itself, a sentient, ever-adapting take that, if woken and unleashed fully, will be a most dreadful weapon, with the power to burn across the stars and snuff each and every one of them out. Well, that's dumb. You're dumb. Jabba, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movies, shows, books, comics, games, and ever-rothing else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, disgraced Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turn droids rights activist caitlin bush hello there and the smuggler with a not so secret heart of gold captain once again of the star <laughs> binger matt romano greetings Ooh. Ooh, feels good yeah Ooh. you've both heard officially <laughs> the legend of the hottest take in the galaxy yeah so now you finally know what was going on in the northern wing of star binger base and what trouble we're really in at the current moment, our mission is clear. We have to collect all five pieces of the key and then get to the take before anyone else does. We have to stop it from ever being heard or used. If it falls into the wrong hands, my friends, if it falls into the wrong hands, it could be universal Armageddon. Thankfully, we have a map, one piece of the key, and a ship. So uh, where exactly is this map? I'm the map. It's all up here. That's that's really comforting. So we've been chased nonstop for a week because of that? Because of a map in your head. 
Partial, yeah. Well, and everything I just said. Listen up. Mm. But, well, partially also because you stole this ship. But yeah, ev- everyone what? is going to be coming for us and no. coming for the take. For someone like the Grand Collector, for for instance, who I oh, think well. we all remember. <laughs> yeah, I, now we remember he's pretty collector. upset with us, by yeah. the way. And he there's more than one ship in his collection. I feel like this is a Bloody Mary situation if you say his name too many times. Yeah, we don't ever have to speak him, him again. Yeah. 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 Well, he's going to be speaking of us and already is. For somebody like him, the take would be the crowning piece of his collection. Scans of the unnamed planet we just arrived in the system of should be complete. Here to help is our reprogrammed interrogator droid, uh. AZ00, a.k.a. Azu. Matt just let out an exasperated I mean, uh, dad noise every time he floats up. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you've been asked before what he actually does. Well, he's yeah. been helping me with this mystery and uncovering the secret of the five keys and the hottest take. He also does other stuff, don't you, Azu? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, is, is okay. <laughs> well, well okay, yeah, oh, yeah, this As, sounds why right. Didn't, you didn't tell us about this North Wing thing. That's been going on for a hot second, and this is this is what it is. This is the this is the mystery of the North Wing. Well, he told me not to. Uh, you know, there are many mysteries in the Northern Wing, oh, but God. this is this is probably the biggest one. I think. Okay. Okay. Um, no. I mean, just I mean, there's so much he, he could have told us. You know, we, we ask look, him all look. the time, "What is he doing? How is he doing? He's, he's doing him. He is like he's doing him. Yeah, he could have told us about this. I was hoping it wouldn't come to this. And look, there's there's faults on all sides. Yeah, here. I guess so. There really is. I mean, we could all point fingers. We could all stab each I'm other's eyes at you. out. But, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I mean, then why don't you point it at a mirror? But anyway, uh, Azu, um, the second fragment of the key hasn't been located. Yeah, uh, but, you know, it's a frozen wasteland down there. Uh, if we land, I'm not getting out of the ship uh, personally. If you want to, you know, you do you, but whatever. What? Okay, um, we'll do the show first then. What do you guys think? I like today's show. I like that I, I, show. I, I'm, I have questions. I have, a, yeah. have a, an, a somewhat okay feeling about this? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Very, I don't know. I don't understand well, what's really happening. You know what that feeling is, yeah. Caitlin? That's show business is what it <laughs> yeah. is. We're recording on June 14th, 2021, and we have a new episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. To discuss, but first, it's time for some news on the march. News on the march. A very busy week, y'all. And yeah. For this, for this, we have to thank uh, Variety's Actors on Actors series, which we had mentioned before in many of our uh, of our news things that we knew were coming up. So we had Ewan McGregor, longtime Obi Wan actor, mm-hmm. meet up. And by meet up, I mean virtually with mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal, who is the actor Din Djarin, a.k.a. the Mandalorian. And the two of them sat down on a Zoom call together and had a little <laughs> chat about their careers as actors. And of course, you cannot put these two men together in a room and not have them immediately talk about Star Wars. Yeah. No, there's yeah. like, there's and, no question. Yeah. And also, and just be utterly delightful while and doing so. be charming yeah. as hell. So, I mean, they they open up uh, the, the full 30 minutes of their Actors on Actors series where they talk about the careers is available online now. So, uh, you know, we're not going to get into all of it here. The both of them have done a lot of things outside of Star Wars, which they oh, are yeah. very excited to talk about together. But since it's a Star Wars podcast... That's what we're going to focus <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, let's focus on that. <laughs> uh, they they definitely opened up 
with what everyone knew that they wanted. And so Un was saying, mm-hmm. oh, I just came from, you know, set from shooting the Obi-Wan show. And they had Wait, a whole from, conversation from about that. Caitlin, Amazing. I'm sorry, from shooting what? The Obi-Wan show? Kenobi! Okay, it's go. just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it works. Make sure that I works. Just, yeah, we, we had to. We had yeah, we had to get <laughs> that in there. <laughs> and now, of course, we know that uh, the the Obi Wan Kenobi is uh, using the volume, which is the big mm. fancy dome that most yep. of that all of the Mandalorian has been shot on. And Ewan is incredibly excited to be working with this because, as he says, for the last couple of movies that he was working on for Star Wars, it was all green screen, just yeah, constantly see? everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he actually gets to look at things and he makes a, a great joke about how he doesn't have to travel anymore. They can just kind of create whatever they want yeah. for them right there. And he just kind of yeah. gets to be there and stay there, which is, I imagine, a huge relief to him after all of the traveling and the stunt work and everything that he put into with green screens for the first, uh, the, mm-hmm. the second trilogy. Yeah. And uh, I will say, too, I want to read one of the quotes uh, that they have. I'm not going to read this entire thing because, again, it's a 30-minute conversation. <laughs> but uh, there is this great quote um, from Un McGregor and him and uh, Pedro are getting into uh, Grogu and working with puppets and this practical work. And uh, Pedro is talking about working with the puppet and how cute it is. And then... Uh, Ewan says, the first film I did, I was lucky to do my scenes with the Yoda puppet. And it was extraordinary because I acted with him. I couldn't believe I was acting with Yoda. There's so many people operating him and the stage is lifted up so you're underneath the floor and we were literally walking next to each other and he's alive. Then every time George called cut, Yoda would die because everyone just (laughs) stops. It was sort of disturbing every time the end of the scene would come along. Then they replaced him for our second film and our third film with the digital version of him, and it's not nearly as endearing. Also, we know Yoda as a puppet. We know him from the original movies as a puppet. So when it was suddenly computer-generated, it didn't feel like Yoda to me anymore. It was interesting that it went back to an actual puppet with your series, your series meaning The Mandalorian. Wow. Uh, and also, and also, in, when he, Yoda pops up in Last Jedi, they go back to a puppet. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think that I, I want to, yeah, I'm happy that they got into this, uh, this, uh, the generational changes that have overcome. And really, Star Wars has moved its way back to practical effects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we have talked incredible. plenty about. Mm hmm. I mean, also, though, it, it's a weird looking puppet in episode one. <laughs> in episode it's one, it's a weird looking puppet. Yeah. Man. It's, a, it's, it's it freaky. Yeah. It, it's something, and it's cool, but it's now it's something cool. It's like, well, if you have the DVDs of Phantom Menace, that's really the only place to see that puppet now, yeah, because yep. in all of the newer versions, they've replaced it with the digital version. Yeah. Um. In in Phantom was Menace, how feel you? How feel you? I just remember him. <laughs> it was so weird. With the the, the eyes always felt yeah, off to me. Yeah. They were like extra like, bulgy. Yeah, he looked like one of the dinosaurs. You know, with those Muppet the dinosaur yeah. show from the nineties. That's what he yeah. looked like. Yeah, it looked like not the baby, whatever the one was. It. Mama did not. Mama did not. <laughs> um. Wow, that landed with a thud. Yeah, there you go. Caitlin, okay, <laughs> let me ask you this because this was not my big takeaway. My big takeaway was everything you just said, and also it's it's. Pedro is just so adorable when he's he gets so excited charming. about something. And I love that he's, if he's putting this on, this is an act. It's a good act. Because <laughs> oh my God, like, he's just I the really most charming it, person. Like, it hurts he just me. Lo- he just loves to be a part of this. And he strikes me as someone who's grateful. He he knows that uh, as, that this could all just go away. So while it's mm-hmm. happening, he's grateful to be there. And, yeah. I, and that radiates off him. And I love him for that. Because a lot of actors aren't like that. So I, I love it that he has that. But But – also, he's saying that um, 
that if that Mando season three that he stated that it is happening and it's happening, and they're, they're just not they filming it bit, yet. Yeah, and they had a funny bit where it's like it was like, "Be careful," because <laughs> <You know, it's laughs> they both they're both been in this boat now. Yeah, but but also it's Ewan's already filming Kenobi or having finished or whatever. That's already happened. They haven't filmed Mando season three yet, but mm-hmm. it is happening. Would you say would the t- a takeaway for you be that we'll possibly see Kenobi before Mando season three? Oh, absolutely! Mm. I fully yeah. expect to see Kenobi. I think we're going to see it like early next year. Oh, wow. Um, I yeah. think is the is early the, next. Oh, that's oh, that would be great. Is the I'd idea like that. right now? May the fourth, uh, twenty twenty two action. Maybe I think no, even before, I think before even that. Before that. Before that. Yeah. Ooh, I think yeah. before that. I would February, like that. Fe- February would be nice for me personally. Ooh, happy yeah. Valentine's um, Day. Gonna be really good. Yeah. yeah, that's that's gonna be our day, Matt. <laughs> spend Valentine's Day with Ewan McGregor. <laughs> that's our as we always do. You and me, Matt. We spend oh, our Valentine's yeah. Day, yeah. and then we'll come back and watch Kenobi a second time because we'll of course already have watched it and made copious notes because. <laughs> Nothing says Valentine's Day love like you, me, Kenobi, and copious note taking. There we go. Anything else, Caitlin, we should know about? Uh, other than the fact that there were some leaked pictures of Oon uh, McGregor on set, very clearly, yes. as we saw in the video with his his beard, with his hair, like he's in full Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi mode right now. He was wearing like some Uggs and like a yeah, big his old shoes, jacket. like his Tatooine Uggs. Yeah, yeah exactly. like so. Yeah. You know, uh, go and look those up online. They're definitely not official. They are paparazzi and fan shot, but it's yeah. very fun to see Ewan back, like in the vibe, and you oh, know man. he's going to now, set. We and don't, it's be yeah, a great time. and we don't support such behavior in terms. No, of, photos, of course not. But, but you know, but um, <laughs> Tatooine Uggs probably provided by William Sonoma, right guys? <laughs> there you go. Get, yeah, get yours now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's it's exciting all around. Anything else, Caitlin, from, from nope. this thing? I, again, it's as you as you pointed out, it's best for people to just watch it, watch and yeah. enjoy. Yeah, it's it's 30 minutes of two incredibly charming men just, just talking about what they love doing, which is the work that they do. And they start with Star Wars and what better is there? What better yeah. is there? And that's it. For news on the march. Ooh, excellent outro. All right, yeah, that's been uh, that's that's oh, that's, that was some marching. Let's let's take our boots off or our our Tatooine Uggs. Tatooine's William Sonoma Uggs. With that, we're gonna charge back into Star Wars: The Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Now, we're going to discuss and celebrate the Kark and Criff out of this episode. For new canon reveals, we have our canon canon. We have hot takes along the way. We'll sound the hot take alarm. If anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. It's been a while. Do you think it's the week that, <laughs> that, that yeah. will sound the effect? It might. Maybe. It also might not. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Keep <laughs> listening. You've probably already turned this off. In any case, this episode has only been out for a few days, and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that after the spoiler klaxon is sounded, we're going to get into severe spoiler territory. We're going to be spoiling everything. The title of the episode, who's in it, <laughs> what happens. We're going to be the spoiling everything. We're going to spoil the end of the TV show Dallas. We're going to go into <laughs> oh, rampant wow. it was all a dream. Territory. It was all a dream. So please yep. be careful. For good measure, as soon as the spoiler klaxon sounds, you know you're in what I like to call danger country. With that, sound the spoiler klaxon. That's right. Oh, it's your yeah. host for the klaxon, me, Werner. You know, there was a little bit of a nod to me and the client in this episode. I hope it gets brought up. Maybe they'll mention Ooh. it. I'm sure they will. Because who forget me, Werner, who wants to be close to Disney World. What is the Caitlin and Bush? 
there is a clear order in which to watch Star Wars The Bad Batch, Episode 7, and then listen to our podcast. All right, here we go again. Punch it! Good soldiers pull up orders. Cavalry has arrived! Star Wars The Bad Batch, released on Disney Plus on June 11th. 2021, directed by Saul Ruiz, written by Jennifer Corbett, story editor Matt Miknovitz. The episode title, Battle Scars. Nice. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Guys, the only <laughs> thing that I could think about was the Twilight meme. <laughs> Battle Scars. Battle Scars. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I've thought about all week. I'm oh, sorry. man. All week. That's all you've thought all about? That, all that. Oh, yep. my God. Battle Scars. You know, there's a digital deal right now where you can get all of those movies for $15. Oh, oh I Good know. quality, really? too. Really? Now, I want to thank, I want to start off by thanking <laughs> a lot of listeners have sent me this meme that's going around of how. Omega would spell the names of each yes. member of the Bad Batch. <laughs> yeah. It's Rika and Rika. T- Tick, Tick and Ross Hunter. Hare Hunter. and Hunter. And I, I, I've been sent it by multiple listeners and I laugh every time I look at it. But the yeah. problem is I can't now I can no longer say their names without <laughs> thinking that. So it might come out in that <laughs> way. Okay. And this is all there's hardly anything is more joyous to me than a New Zealand accent. <laughs> and I love Michelle Ang's work. So it is not at all meant as making fun or anything. I just, it brings me a lot of joy. I love it. I love her. It, it brings me joy. If it was a table in my house, I'd say, don't throw that out. Keep it. <laughs> okay. So Rika, Tick, Rosia, and Hunter. Echo. Um, I'm sorry. Thank you, everybody, for bringing that into my life. So anyway, the batch, we're in mid-space battle. We pick up right oh, in the yeah. thick of the action, just how Matt Romano likes it. Damn right. They are up against Ooh. the Rokai, all about a lizard, which Omega has named Ruby. Yeah. As Tick says, they didn't steal it. Technically, they are intercepting it. So we're right in the middle towards the end of a side quest here. We're coming in mid-side quest in progress. Side quest in progress, yeah. Now we're back to Sid. That is one strange-looking lizard. What does the client want it for? And this is the line that uh, it reminded me of the client, Karga, and the child way back when. Mm-hmm. Because they say maybe it's a pet, maybe he wants to turn it into a stew, don't know, don't care, as long as we get paid. You know. So it reminded yeah. me of, of, look, I don't know what the client wants to do with this baby. <laughs> he may want to eat it, hang it on the wall, I don't know. It's Star it reminded- Wars, a lot of things could happen. There's a lot of weird things they (laughs) can do with a lizard. (laughs) If they're having those conversations about a baby, this is a lizard. Exactly. Who knows? Anyway, (laughs) as long as they get paid, Rika and Omega go off to their new post-mission tradition. And Rekka says it makes the kid happy. And I'm just like, right. Of course, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's It's the kid. Just the kid. (laughs) So a hooded figure has been watching. And it is, we pretty much know instantly, it's the same figure that was on the other end of the hollow with the Martez sisters in the last episode. So we're not going to have to wait very long to solve that mystery, which personally (laughs) I was glad about. I'm like, let's rip this Band-Aid off because we've got enough going on on this show. Mm -hmm. Now, Sid's cut that she's given the batch is not great. Sid is pay is is play she's playing them a little as what yeah, she's doing yeah. she's charging them for docking fees fuel yeah. tr- the true coat which the factory puts on we can't take that off <laughs> no, the true yeah, coat exactly <laughs> you're a bald faced liar Mister Lundergaard um, look there, there's a lot going on here and a lot of something called Mantel mix and uh. what is Mantel mix well it's the snack that Omega and Rika enjoy post mission. It looks like popcorn. Oh, it looks delicious. Delicious. It looks great. It looks like 
Fruity popcorn in a box is what mm. I wrote down. Yeah, like fruity yeah. pebbles. Yeah. Fantastic. And Ricka just says, yeah, put it on Sid's tab. Now, here's a here's a fun little factoid about about uh, the Mantel mix, which I found on StarWars.com. Okay. Originally, they were going to call this tasty treat Outpost Mix because it's very similar to something that you can buy and eat at Black Spire Outpost, also known as Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Okay. But they figured that Or Mantel would have its own version of it, so they call it Mantel Mix. But the good news, Matt, this looks delicious to you. Yeah. And I know you want to rip well, rip off a hunk of that meat, like oh, we're always eat. saying. <laughs> we can I buy it some of this <laughs> Fruity popcorn in a box. When we finally, when I take you to Galaxy's Edge, maybe on Valentine's Day, <laughs> guess wow. what I'm going to buy you, my man? Oh, Mantel Mix? Mantel Mix? Yeah. Oh, yeah, delicious. And not just one box either. Oh, man. Like, probably like four or five boxes. Well, they're about 17 credits a box. And, so you got to be and careful. A th- and a, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to come locked and loaded. Okay, we're right. not going unless I have I have FU money. Okay. <laughs> so, we're, so we're not going for a while. Okay, but anyway, well, just right. you, you, you get ready for that. Can't wait. Because I know how yeah, much like you love months. to travel. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So for Mantel Mix, <laughs> cannon, cannon, fire. Also, we're getting some really fun friendship time with Omega with, with Omega and Rick, Rick. Oh, yeah. Right at the beginning of this episode. It's like, yay, friends. What a bond we have. Caitlin and Bush. At this point in the episode, you see in red flags. Red flags. Red flags here. How is this going to go wrong today, kids? Yeah. Ain't nothing bad going to happen today. Nothing bad going to happen today, baby. There we go. You're seeing red flags, right, CMB? Oh, my God. Red flags everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Literally everywhere. Matt, Matt Romano, same question to you. you, oh, saw, you I was you seeing saw red, red flags. flags during the, the space battle when they were in, like, you know, uh, in the back of the ship, you know, having a little zany fun yeah, with the lizard. They're you for know? sale, yeah. you could say. Yeah, exactly. Your red flags sa- are for sale. Can't warn anyone from making a tragic mistake without a red flag. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. I thought you said Rick and Omega were. Oh, I'm like, what episode did, did I not watch? <laughs> so we're back at Sid. She still she said this bit with calling tech goggles, which I really like. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, goggles? And every time I'm like, watch it. They could just be glasses. Some people need them, Sid, but it's Carla. What am I going to say that? And, and so they're talking about her ugly side, quote unquote, while the resident Weequay and Athorian, who the Athorian's name, by the way, is Bolo, B-O-L-O, yeah. um, they're getting into it with the mysterious hooded figure. The rest, everybody else comes in and that figure is standing there with a blaster. And who is it? Here comes the clone captain. It is none other than our main man, the greatest clone in all of Star Wars. And no, that is not a debate. Clone Captain Rex. I was so psyched. I was so psyched. He really is the best clone, though. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. He's the Come clone. On. He's the, the clone. Is, yeah, the he clone. He is clone yeah. numero uno. Yeah, numero uno. It's like yeah. if any other clone's <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm the best. I'd, you know what I'd say to him? I'd say, no. move it or lose it. <laughs> good, uh, good one. I really don't like yeah, that yeah, phrase. Yeah, 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 nailed it. That's <laughs> such it. a dumb phrase. Okay. <laughs> Sid's response, oh, great. Another clone. Just what I needed. This ain't a clone, clone clubhouse, you know? Yeah. I feel like we're going to. Turn the Porg and Dagger into a clone clubhouse from it's, here on out. Well, yeah, yeah. we're turning it into a clone car. It's a little yeah. Ford sedan. It's like, <laughs> how many clones can you fit in this car? It's been a Rex says he's just coming in hot. He says, it's been a while, boys. And I've been, I'm screaming, it's been a whole year and I miss you so much, man. <laughs> he's so cool. <laughs> Last time I saw you was in front of that down cruiser and Ahsoka was there in the graveyard. I missed you. <laughs> 
Anyway, Rex <laughs> is back. We knew he would come back because of the trailer, but I, how how good is it? We've already been talking about it, but how good is it to have our main man back? Caitlin Bush. How oh, good he's is the it? best boy. I'm so excited yeah. to have him, even though it, it doesn't last very long. Spoiler alert. Um, but I think no, we're going to see no. him. We're going to see him again. We're going to see him again. Yeah, I'm excited. I'd be surprised this. if this was his only shot to rock in the, yeah. all of the bad batch. Oh. Now, would you would you agree that with that? I mean, we'll get into what he does in this episode, which is very important. But this is not his only appearance on this show. Absolutely right? not. And not to go, like, go all the way to the end of the episode already. But well, like, go the, there. We've already sounded yeah, the class. There you go. But like the the bad batch, you know, um, Hunter at the end is like, you you need anything? Give us a call. Yeah. It's like call that us, that man. right there is the. Is the the flag the green flag that he's where your exactly. Ghostbusters? That's, yeah. a, that's a very good point. That's yeah. the, I'm sure our paths will cross again. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely gonna happen. That's the cool guy speak for. Let me know when you get home. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> got your back, man. Exactly. That's it. As a cool yeah. guy, I can say that right. is what that is. Yeah, I'm a I'm a cool, cool guy. guy. But that it's it's given. That's Matt when I give you the yeah. flip phone, and I'm like, you ever <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's yeah, the same, same thing. exact. Even though after we just had a Steve. big three hour long fight, I'm like, here's a flip phone yeah, if yeah. you need me. By the way, I'm going literally. And I just send you a letter, else. like a really well worded letter that you yeah, can yeah, actually yeah. hear my voice reading it to you. You know, yeah. reading it to you the entire time. And it, and it, it gets delayed several years. I'm like, I wish I read this sooner. <laughs> But I'm an old man at that All point. Right, I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't, okay, okay, we, oh, everybody knows where we're going. Okay, Ricks has been keeping a low profile by probably doing so by not wearing his armor out and in shaving public. his head. Uh, no, te- yeah, well, it's, it's it's his usual style, isn't it? He usually shaves his head, doesn't he? Uh, but yeah, so yeah. Yeah. it's probably, like he's like bald with, yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said he's you know yeah. getting getting a little older. Right. He, he's a Gen he is, One. He is Generation Gen One. one. Hey, there's there's nothing wrong with being Gen One. Let me tell you that. Tick says that it's uh, it's it's a very low profile because Imperial Files have you listed as killed in action. Being dead in the Empire's eyes has its advantages. Boy, yeah, ain't, ain't that the, the truth? truth. Anyway, right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. uh, there's a couple other people that if they think you're dead, it's also yeah, works in your good. favor too. Nothing like being underestimated. <laughs> now he was the one on the com, of course, with Trace and Rafa that we saw a week ago. By the way. Um, their droid, their astromech there was R7, a droid that Ahsoka yeah. used in the Clone Wars. Which yeah, I, we, which we I, forgot uh, to mention that last listener week. listener yeah. pointed mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yep. forgot, completely forgot. We're, We're wrong. wrong. <laughs> just, just left it out. It out. <laughs> you know, it was a what did I miss? completely neglected yeah, to yeah, mention yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, except we're not gonna put. We're not playing that game this week. It's, it's what did I neglect? Anyway, that's um, that's how they knew they were here. So that mystery lasted yep. a week of who this hooded figure was. Personally, I'm glad they didn't draw it out any longer. If anything, they really probably could have just shown him last yeah. week because. If it's just going to last what would we a week, have mindlessly like, oh, debated and, and got wrong, you know, and exactly. last week's I mean, no, for, for, for who <laughs> is, is it? For or, it's very purpose. good for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Matt, just for the record, Matt Romano, very, very wrong, wrong about it being very Ahsoka. Wrong. But uh, thoughts on this, on this reveal, Caitlin and Bush, uh, that do you think they, you know, they milked it a little too much, a little bantha milked this one too much or, or, or. Is this? I mean, you know, I don't. I don't really think so. I think it's pretty par for the course with Star Wars. And then I think people who are watching the Bad Batch aren't excited about it every single week, or people who watch the Clone Wars. Yeah. So I mean, you you have yeah. this this kind of perfect cross section of the the fandom that that loves both of these things and is paying attention to these things. So I don't think it's you know a, a cliffhanger is is a good storytelling device at all times. So that's what yeah. we got here. Yep. 
Personally, I like that it. I really do like that it ended up being Rex instead of. Because you, you were wrong. You were wrong. You thought about well, that. We, I was, I was <laughs> also wrong. I mean, although you you could say I was a little know, less wrong than you were. But I mean, <laughs> we wrong is wrong. wrong. Sugar is yeah. sugar. We're wrong. If you're going to eat sugar, you st- it doesn't matter. You're eating okay. the sugar. Yeah. You know exactly totally what I mean. <laughs> but Matt, the thing is, it, it's I'm glad that we were both wrong because if it was Ahsoka, that would have just done yeah. real, just it, it would have. To, to, to the Ahsoka book, it would have just screwed with that timeline. Even if it was Bail Organa, it's like, how are the Martez sisters pretty exactly, low-level exactly. rebellion employees mm-hmm. right now? We're nowhere no near way. built the up to the man. point. This is, Not yet. this is the point in the rebellion where it's barely, it's bare splinter yeah. cells. Hera and Kanan have probably, like, are just on the verge of meeting for the first time, if oh, that. Yeah. Like not, not even, even that. Kanan's a little boy, a little boy yeah. right now. He's so a we're child. Not even close. He's a child. Exactly. He's a kid. He's a kid. For God's <laughs> sake, he's a kid. But anyway, it's yes, and also it's someone like Saw is just getting his his motor yep. going. You know, so uh, the partisans are just ramping up. So it's really, that, but sure. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, then what is <laughs> it? He's getting his motor going. It's like, I'm sure there's a better way to do that. I'm not going to give you any clues or hints as to how you can make it better. Just make it better. That's what you just did. No, be helpful. I mean, he's just getting started. Let's get that hyperdrive going. See, see, I like like mine more. Well, actually, I like Matt's. See, that's in world. That makes sense. Thank you. How about. Oh, you know what? Yeah, this is going to be a thing now, isn't it, CMB? It's been a long day. Um, it's about to get a whole lot longer. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't know what the hell that meant. Anyway, mo- moving on. Moving on. They tell him all about Omega that she's a clone. Rex is interested. Mm. Wrecker and Omega come in. Rex gets a big hug, and also like they're like, "Oh, I thought you don't like the regs." And Wrecker is a great line. He says, "This one will." <laughs> Nice little hug, nice little hug moment here. Rex is not happy about it, but Wrecker is very yeah. happy about it. You don't mm-hmm. think Rex enjoys a Wrecker hug? I think I think Rex is a is a kind of person who like accept. He's like fine with it, but he's not a person who goes out of his way to hug yeah. other people. So he just kind of accepts it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's not, not ang- he's not angry about yeah, it. Generation One clones like they didn't hug. That was no, that was like no. they were taught to not hug because they were exactly. taught probably personally by Django himself. He's like, don't, don't hug don't anybody, hug He's whatever you do. So <laughs> especially <laughs> your especially your gen- genetically identical son, especially yeah. don't hug yes, him. and yes. especially not that. And then right. later, as the other bounty hunters came in and they got trained by others, and ninety nine was in the mix, it's like, should we hug, sir? And they're like, yeah, if you want. So they got a little <laughs> lax with hugs on Camino. We'll get into that another time. Very interesting. Rex says, <laughs> I've met many clones in my time, but never one like you. And Omega points out immediately, you're a generation one. And she knows by the lines on his face, he's old and he's been around. So I'm like, cute. you should see him in Rebels, Omega. What kind of shame are you going to pull on him there? That's uh, so cute. You might say. Hungry Rex? Yeah, yeah. you might say. <laughs> oh, do not, don't, let's uh, not no, even go uh, there. We, we do yeah. not, we do not fat shame our. No, our, we. We don't, our, we don't. Our clones, don't. be them Boba Fett, Rex, or any other. I was just saying. Okay. I know, no, I know. We've been through that already. I know you, Matt Romano, would never do it. You might never. say, though, that Rex, you know what he's got? 
Battle scars. Battle scars. No. Cue wrecker headache. Rick a headache. Wreck a headache. Wreck a headache. Wreck a wreck a wreck a wreck a headache. Rex is on this immediately. He's like, all right, what's this about? What's this? What's going on here? Oh, it's just a headache, which are becoming more and more frequent like every week. Rex yes. is like, oh, is that, is that so? This is more interesting than anything we've been talking about. Tech says, Oh if, oh, if you're concerned about the inhibitor chips, don't worry about that. Our deviant nature appears to have impeded their functionality, except in the one of us where it didn't impede the functionality. It worked on him, but not us. Yeah. And right. Rex just, it's like he's, if he, he was like mid-sip of calf, he'd be like, <laughs> you're telling me you haven't removed your chips? All of the alarms it. go yeah, off in his head much, at once. It's pretty much, a, it's totally yeah. a spectator moment. It's like, wait, wait a minute, you. You've still got them in. What? You're 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 wearing white pants now. I I, I gotta say, there's a there's multiple times in like their their meeting, like Rex catching up with them, that I'm just like, how did this now come up right like an hour ago? Well, like, he just assumes he's like, if they're there and they're not, and if they're not I know, Empire. I, I, I think it would be question number one is like, hey, do you got those like you got those murder you got chips in your head in your yeah. in your brain? Yeah. Like after well, the after ease, especially what happened, you got to ease into yeah. a murder chip conversation. I man. guess so. It's he not, clearly has he clearly so. has trauma though, which yeah. we'll get into. He's right, got right. battle scars. So, like, is what he's he has. got battle scars. Yeah, battle that's right. scars. Yeah, and and possibly <laughs> some battle cars. Coming to no, so okay, sorry. Uh, it's definitely now, a thing. No, I like text reference. It's, oh, it's totally a thing. I like text <laughs> reference. He's like, uh, you haven't removed your chips. He's like, no, not yet. Why? And Rex gets real. He goes immediately into a battle pose. A nice real mm-hmm. shift in the in animation there. And mm-hmm. Rex says, those chips make you a threat to everyone around you, even her. You're all ticking time bombs. And he go- he says it better than that but that's yeah (laughs) anyway that's that's how i'd say it and then he he goes on he says what's in your head is more dangerous than you can imagine i've seen what happens when the chip activates and i don't want to bury any more of my brothers trust me it is not something you can control i couldn't it's a risk you do not want to take Jeez, Tra- man. Trauma. And trauma. someone's like, well, how the F do we get them out then? Rex says, good question. I'll be in touch. <laughs> this is Bad Batch, the one-man show performed by Brian Zilliman. Hey! Coming soon to Madison Square Garden, followed by the Red! No, we're not going to do it. Anyway, we're no, not do it. Do Come and on. You already cut. started. And then we cut, like, <laughs> however much time later, and he's found a way yeah. to get them out. I yeah. want to know how much time passed. Like, that's really what I really want. Because what happens is Rex uh, finds a way, Caitlin. Um, <laughs> ah. Wow, did you not appreciate that? Uh, nor uh, should you have. It was bad. <laughs> it, it, you know, I'm glad you didn't. You're keeping me on my toes. Anyway, we the thing is, we do cut away immediately to the next part of this. But, Matt, I cannot in good conscience move forward until you finish the bit. Ah, uh, okay, fine. The Come to the Madison Square Garden playing their new album, Starship Graveyard. Also have Monster Trucks. That was a great addition there. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Okay. Also, Monster Trucks. Cut to the ship in flight, hyperspace, the gonk, honks, and yes, the subtitles do call it gonky, gonky yes. with a Y. 
G-O-N-K-Y, which is a very important difference. It's better oh, yeah. than if it was I-E. So you guys said it, and I was like, I don't know. But See? now there you go. our old friend, the subtitles, Clear confirmed it. it. So for Gonky, with a Y, being the name Cannon Cannon Fire. Now they're going to meet Rex on the planet Braca. This scrippa. Scrapper, however you want to say it, Planet, will remember not only appears in the game Jedi Fallen Order, it was created for that game and would later appear much further down in the timeline in the book Resistance Reborn. The Scrapper Guild that operates on this planet was also created for that game. And when we see some of them in this episode, they're wearing ponchos very similar to the one that Cal Kestis wears in the first scenes of that game. Both he and his friend Prowf were working for the guild in there and not soon after that. It was like a little bit after the events of this that those yeah. scenes take place. So, and we were just, I, I felt, I was like, oh, we were just talking about that game. It's like, no, it was like a weeks ago. Yeah, so we did long. an episode about like, it was a yeah, long time ago. Ago. But so I think long. we all remember it fondly and what a merry yeah. discussion we had. So of I really course. liked all of that connection and further integration of Je Jedi Fallen Order. For all of that, Braca and that connection, cannon, cannon, fire! <laughs> Matt Romano, do, do you like that inter that continued interconnectivity with that game? Because I do. Oh, I absolutely love it, and I and I, I love that I love that world. It's such a cool like I don't know the the starship graveyard like a that's what that's what he says. Hunter <laughs> describes it as a it's a starship graveyard, starship graveyard. and I'm like and here, here he's like oh a graveyard I shouldn't go in here comes Simba I thought no that's <laughs> but I but I also love the Scrappers <laughs> Guild I love the idea of like there are all these guilds all these you know the Trade Federation the Scrappers oh, Guild always. I love Star Wars bureaucracy. I just love yeah, it. You like, know, in Star Wars, they got a guild for everything. The only thing they don't have a guild for is whoa, But I hear it's quickly. It's a family show. Whoa, whoa. I, like the, I just like the term Star Wars bureaucracy, because that is yeah. also a thing that I find absolutely fascinating. See, thank you, Galen. Yeah. yeah. We, we, st we talk about this many times. How did I lose Matt Romano with a Mel Brooks reference? <laughs> Oh, I, I went totally over my head. Because I, I we it. don't need to go in yeah. there. Yeah. It definitely did. We've got some work to do. If this Valentine's Day, we, we so there's a, there's a, a scrappers guild. I'm anyway, getting to it. I'm getting guild. to it. One moment. All right, now <laughs> Valentine's Day. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Why <laughs> okay, are okay. they here? Well, they got to get those chips out. Tick is working on a chip scanner using Rex's chipless head as a baseline, much like D. Bradley Baker uses the mm. Rex voice as a baseline for the clone voices. Isn't that yeah. fun? Yeah, that yeah. does not. I just threw that in there off the cuff. Great. Anyway, yeah, Great. pretty pretty cool guy. Once he gets to know me, now they <laughs> land and they meet Rex, and he's in full armor. They're all in full armor once again, and he is going to take them to the place. Not the same ship, but well, I got my chip out on a on a Venator Jedi class cruiser. There's yep. a downed one here, so we're just going to go there and do Turn the same thing. That's where I got mine done. Yeah. And as we saw in Star Wars, the Clone Wars, that's the way to do That's the, the place to get your chip yeah. taken out if there is one. It's like find it's a hotter. Hot. It's hot. It's hot, hot, hot. <laughs> it is the hottest place in the galaxy to get your chip out. And there as another thing. It has thing, everything. As, yeah, it, has, <laughs> it literally has everything. 
everything, batch. Everything. Now, get in. We're going to get our chips out, loser. Uh, now, on the way, they're walking through the graveyard in their armor, and as one, another listener pointed out, Don't be suspicious. 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 That's not, I can't take credit for that, but it's really funny. Anyway, it's they have good. to avoid the scrapper guild to get to the ship, though. As they walk, Rex drops a reference to fives and how we tried to warn them about the chips again. Another reference now back to season six of the Clone Wars. Echo chimes in that it's still hard to believe. And I get a little pang here because Echo and Fives were best friends for life. Mm, yeah, They were like best, best, best friends. And now yep. you think, oh, Fives is the last <clears throat> one. It's the last domino standing. No, Echo is. But now it's they're both either the last few seasons of all these stuff. One of them's mourning the other one. But as we know, yeah. Fives is, as far as we know, dead. Now, how did the Batch find out <laughs> about the chips in the first place? Omega. Also, you know what's blowing my... I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to do it. So first oh, you're going to do... Wow, premiere. here we go. Okay. Because you know what's All blowing right. my mind, what blew my mind what? in this episode? Please. Not just the anime... The ani- we, we talk about how gorgeous the animation oh, is every right, week, but the animation one, so. of yeah. the junk yeah. and everything of Braca oh, yeah. and how they do it. But in particular, the dirty water. Mm. Yeah, the dirty yeah. water, the animation of that, and they and the team they they were tweeting about it how they put serious extra effort into that, and it shows because oh, I man. swear it looks real, and I'm just I know it's I should scary. be excited it's about the scary. story and everything yeah. else, but I'm just looking at this dirty water, and I'm saying, <laughs> guys, you guys got to come over here and look at this dirty water because it is next level <laughs> for the do- dirty water, mind blow. And I think it's hilarious. I didn't think it was gonna. I didn't think it was gonna be that. No, <laughs> neither did That's I. Your mind. We, we invented. We invented the seismic mind charge when when we saw live a group of live Mandos jetpack in, and now we're yes. sounding it about dirty water. About wow. dirty exactly. animated yeah. water. Times change. Yeah. But I mean, it's really good. Dirty animated. It's water. good. It it dirty it animated. Now water. I'm not yeah. gonna drink it. I'll tell you that much. Now, now they get to the Venator class <laughs> ship first off the line, just like Rick's. Now something's in the water. Stay above the water line. I think we all knew what was in the water at this point because we've all seen a little movie called Star Wars A New Hope. There's something alive in here. That's your imagination. But Rex continues, this is the last time I was aboard one of these. It didn't end so well. And once again, I say, (laughs) yeah, I know. I watched. It was rough. It's not it good. You well, didn't tell them a whole story, Rex, and then I yeah, would think again. Like, like yeah, you wouldn't tell that story. Yeah, it's like, like here, you. let me call yeah. it up on this vid. We'll just watch the whole <laughs> yeah, arc. Watch it. Here's the it's whole awesome. last episode. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> you can get it pretty cheap. And what else are you guys going to do in your downtime? Omega would probably like it. There's Nat Geo stuff on there. Come on. Yeah, that's great. So Echo asks, well, it's if it's hard to get out, how'd you get yours out? And Rex just says, I had help. My boy, did you ever. And then I got a little pang. And again, anytime they make me think of the end of the Clone Wars, I get very emotional. Now they're in the ship. They got to get to the medical bay. They got to get over a gap area on a cable. Whereas Wrecker starts going, oh, my head doesn't hurt anymore. You guys just go because he just doesn't want to go over this. He's go- got a yeah. fear of heights. Yeah, I he's got a fear of heights. That's yeah, we were talking about. So yeah. do I. I don't care for yeah. them. I don't choose to, to do it. And Omega's just, you can do it. You can do it, Rika. And so he tries, he falls, he gets tangled in the cable right above <laughs> this is the why water. why he doesn't like heights. Exactly, because yeah. this is what happens. Now, that's much like me. I don't like heights because I fall a lot. Just walking down the street on no height in sight 
I just fall. So let's <laughs> not bring heights. He gets into attacked this by equation. a monster. Yeah, yeah. A tentacle bursts out and grabs him, and it's a Dianoga, as we know from Star Wars A New Hope from the trash compactor scene. And we know it's a Dianoga because the subtitles say Dianoga screams. Amazing. Yay. Now, we see a little more of it than we ever have before. We see a lot more of this Dianoga yeah, than we it's have. It's got like an before. octopus mouth kind yeah. of situation yeah. going on. It's yeah. a little, it's a little watcher in the wa- in the water from Fellowship yeah. of the Ring. Mm, yeah, um, I yeah, got from agreed. that crossed with a big stupid Star Wars monster. That, I mean, which, yeah. one of the the OGs, one right, of the you know? OG, one of big the OGs. stupid yeah. Star Wars monsters. <laughs> so there's something in this episode for Caitlin too. So yeah. it's you know one time you're marveling at the dirty water, but don't marvel too long. Why tentacles? Yeah. Tentacles. We're getting a we we get a monster every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, every that's, week. The, that's the moral that I'm taking away from this. No, not really. So they get to the med bay. They get away from the Dianoga. They get to the med bay, and they will use it despite Tick saying that it is not sterile. Like <laughs> pick your battles, man. Oh, honey. Tick starts scanning. Omega makes it clear that the you know this is dangerous. It worked on Rex, but it, it might not work here. Okay. Yeah. Rex says it's worse to leave it in. Omega is real is really really just worried about her new family and doesn't want. Any anything to happen to them. Yeah. And I feel for her as I'm get I'm guessing Caitlin and Bush, you also feel for Omega in this moment. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. She's she's afraid of being alone again in the galaxy without her her new brothers and her father figures and all of these people who she has grown to love and she doesn't want to lose them again. Yeah. And here and here we've got some great growth from Hunter as he takes a little page, I feel like, from Cut Laquane, and I, I thought he says this, and I said he, yeah. he can be taught! He's growing, the growth. We're not going anywhere, Omega. You're stuck with us for the long run. Got it? Yeah, you know? which is exactly what she needs to hear in that moment. Yeah, yeah. and it's really good nice. Good for you, That's Hunter. That's comforting, and he's learned, and I was like, you know, yeah, good for you. I said, I said this, the exact same thing, probably <laughs> the exact same time. Anyway, yeah. Rex takes notice of it. He looks at it, he's like, hmm, interesting. I'm like, okay, Rex notice cataloging mm. that. Just put that in the old Rex bank. Things heat up. <laughs> Wrecker is getting worse fast. He pushes the scanner away. Get that away from me. Now, Rex chooses to throw this in at this moment. He says, very few clones were immune to the effects of Order 66. It's rare. So he's like, this whole thing is rare. He says, when the regs attack the Jedi on Col- Hunter says this, rather. When the regs attack the Jedi on Collar, we didn't understand why. We couldn't save the general, but we did help this Padawan escape. And I thought that's interesting. He's telling this to Rex, because little does Rex know oh, yeah. that that Padawan is going to grow into some kind of stud that he's going to meet later in life that's right and have a you know <laughs> tumultuous friendship with and then be kind of not bfs but close real real close. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. battle brethren is what they're going to be mutual respect yeah. yeah oh yeah it grows yeah and we uh, and it's it's a fascinating relationship tick is about to go forward but ricka grabs his throat because he's turned and he says you're in direct violation of order 66 he knocks out tech he puts his helmet on blaster in hand he starts shooting the place up and he's going ham on the rest and this matt romano is what you have been either wanting or been afraid of pretty much from <laughs> moment one a slight hulk rage scenario here he's yep. screaming that they're all traitors and it's, it's record, like a horror movie yeah, record yeah versus exactly. everyone else yeah. and at some point they're trying to use the stun setting using every trick non-lethal oh, yeah. trick they have and at some point he's screaming all clones in violation of order 66 shall be terminated and eventually yeah. it gets down to he's just go- they're all down and he's just going after omega solo we're oh, yeah. best friends to this. <gasps> now is this is your this is what you were 
yeah. dead on and thinking this I was, was going to happen. I, I was dead Romano. on. Yeah. Thoughts on this moment. I loved it. I mean, like, I mean, I, I know we've been talking about it for weeks and kind of this is what we expected. But ne- to to finally see it happen I, was was a lot of fun. And, you know, Caitlin just said it. But like this, it really is like a horror movie. This episode, mm. like you want to talk about how good the animation is. Like, yeah. they picked the perfect setting, like the derelict ship. The you know, flickering the lights, flickering lights. Yeah, they're all be chased by this monster, you know, yeah. who obviously can't control anything anymore. It, uh, super fun. Loved it. Good moment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all it, that's a good point. It's very well done. It's very well paced, and Omega yeah. and the performance is very, of course, from D. Bradley Baker, of course, but also from course, Michelle yeah. Lang, where she she just says, "But Ricka, I'm your friend." She just yeah. she un- friend, she Ricka. understands, and she saves him with the power of friendship. <laughs> yeah, in a way, I mean, because she gets everything. She's the one telling them it's not Crosshair's fault. She understands yeah. the chips, but she's still here. It's like, but Wrecker, I'm your friend. I thought surely you this would be okay, and even she's not getting it. Yeah. With all of yeah. her knowledge and savvy and everything. Wrecker with blaster on her just says, good soldiers follow orders. And I'm not expecting him to shoot her because we have a lot of mystery left with the, yeah, unless there know. are a million yeah. of her yeah. in the basement of this derelict <laughs> ship. But he gets stunned from behind. Thanks to Rex. Cut to the operation. No buzzing. Can you take out the hip bone? Whatever the hell they do in that game. Yeah. No, Rex has no idea. You think there should be a, clo- a board game of of, clo- of operation, but with clones, and you try to take yes. the ships out? If That's Disney's a, listening, got a, got they a yes should make from that. Caitlin and Bush. Matt Romano, can I get a yes from <laughs> yeah. you? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. well, that was yeah. the most successful Shark Tank experience I've ever had. <laughs> we cut to the operation. Rex has no idea how long it takes. He's never been on this end of it. He really doesn't know anything about how this works. Just Yeah, Rex is maybe, just kind of shooting from the hip here. Maybe I, I did it in this place. Maybe go to a similar place. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and use technology that's completely different yeah, to find I, it that well, I knew. From. I don't know what I'm doing. So I think it's safe to assume <laughs> that he hasn't shared the knowledge of how to do this with Wolf or Gregor yet. But yeah. this is the first time he's learning this, like mm-hmm. how to do this and everything else. So it's done. Tech says the procedure is complete. He's alive, but the vitals have not stabilized. And Omega defiantly is staying until he wakes up. And time oh. passes. We have a very nice circular wipe transition, which I mm. thought was very cool. It was different kind of transition that we see in the show before. They don't use. They don't always do the circular wipe from from the yeah. you know from the middle. Yeah, from the like from that. the middle. Yeah, I thought the, of the, you yeah. with that because I know you're you're a fellow fan of the wipe transition. I'm a big wipe guy in Star Wars. Yeah. They yeah. should yeah. only be wipe transition in general. Yep. When people say Matt yep. Romano, he's a big wipe. Love uh, the anyways, wipes. Yeah. So we, there's a gorgeous <laughs> shot here of Rex just contemplating his own helmet, which I thought was really beautiful. Yeah. Ricka wakes up, hand on Omega's head. Uh, hey, kid. Why the long face? He's awake. Face, and he's back, and he's good. And yeah. Rex says, Best One, friends. Yeah, best friends for life. Best. Uh, now, <laughs> I'm, 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 I want to go further with that, but I won't. Now, no. Rex. Uh, okay, well, I'm not. Okay. Rex says, one ship down, three to go. Who's next? So they all get them out. Wrecker goes to Omega and apologizes. What happened? I couldn't control it. I tried. I just couldn't make it stop. And she says, I know. It's okay. And, and he just says, you know, that said, I'm sorry. And it's a delightful yeah. bookend moment with the two of them. And it's just such a beautiful relationship. And she says she takes out. What does she take out? A little handful of Mantel mix. The mission's over. We can't break tradition. <sighs> Thanks, kid. That's just a lovely moment. Love it. Love Yay it. for I friends. Love it. Yep. And you just Yay know something horrible is going to happen. <laughs> To rip them oh, yeah. apart to all of them. Forever. I mean, to all of them. It's yeah, like, to all oh, of this them. family, yeah. 
Dave Filoni, the only thing he loves more than putting a family together is ripping them apart. <laughs> so, Hunter and, and breaking Rex. Hearts. Yeah, breaking hearts. Breaking hearts left and right, physically, socially, biologically, grammatically. Okay. So Hunter <laughs> oh, and so. Rex out in the moonlight. Rex just getting off the comm, setting up a rendezvous with somebody. Rex says, I spent my life defending the Republic. I can't stop now. And I'm thinking, well, at some point you do. You kind of, you. Gregor and Wolf just kind of get on that yeah, fishing give tank up and for a little while, just kind of screw off on that on that planet with with the with the Jupa, but the, we're not there yet. <laughs> Hunter says the Republic's gone, and Rex says, "Eh, but not all of it. We're here. Others are out there too. Your squad skills would be a tremendous asset." And then Hunter says, "Our priorities just shifted a little bit." And then I guess you know they're both figuring it out. He yeah. says, "I'm just yeah. figuring it out." The other one says, "Yeah, me too." So it's like, mm. okay, tell me where you land. Tell the boys I'll see them around. Stay out of trouble. Hey, I was gonna say the same thing to you. <laughs> and then and then we have the one we were talking about before where Hunter doesn't throw him a flip phone, but he says, Captain. If you're ever to bind, you know how to reach us. And off Rex goes. And we've already said he'll be back. He'll Absolutely. be back. Wait yeah, and yeah. see. <laughs> He's totally gonna be back. If Rex isn't oh, yeah. back, Without I will be, I, I will be upset. Anyway, somebody is watching them, though. Who is it? Scrippers, also known ah, as Scrappers. Scrippers. They say intruders confirmed on the Jedi cruiser notify the Empire. So here's the situation. Dun, dun, dun. Parents went away for a week's vacation. The chips are out. The headache runner is gone. So headache watch is now our headache Officially watch has ended. <laughs> If he has a headache next week, I'll be like, all right, that's you. And that's, that's enough. Enough. That's because you just already, drank yeah. too much because <laughs> the chip's out. So you need what's to get your some excuse? more sleep, maybe. I don't exactly. know. Yeah, a little Drink too much water. Mantel, and that goes for Mantel everybody. Mix. Stay, stay <laughs> yeah. hydrated, everybody. Now, the mystery of the hollow person is also solved, but we still have a lot going on here. We're way overdue, I think, for a crosshair appearance. Oh, would yeah. you guys oh, say? Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. And there's also the whole clone versus conscript stuff, plus the Kaminoan mysteries. And of course, what's Omega's whole deal? So yeah. there's. Yes, I was thinking, please. well, we just wrapped everything up. The headache thing, the scars, the hollow. It's like, no, there's, there's also so much the more. entire oh, rest so of much the more. show. We got to get back to it. Yeah. We got to get back to it. It's been a few weeks. So question, Caitlin M. Bush, the battle scars show for all of the clones on a mark on their heads where the chips are removed. But would you agree that the real battle scars are much, much deeper and that they never truly heal? The battle scars were in their hearts all along, Brian. Yeah. Battle scars. Matt Romano, were the battle scars the friends they made along the way? <laughs> yes or no? I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yes or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care if you knew it was coming or not. Yes or no? I don't think you're, you could be a good Three, soldier without two, some battle scars. One. No, none of these, none of these, uh, these quick ultimatum things. No, you know, I want I, a quick ultimatum. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's a yes. I don't know if I agree, but so okay. what? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Now, for me personally, um, I, I want to say I don't know about about you guys. For me, I think this was the strongest episode since the premiere. Uh, Matt mm. Romano, would you uh, all tomfoolery aside, would you agree <laughs> with that? Was this for you? If not the strongest yeah. since the premiere, uh, one of one of the the better installments thus far. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think just because you're finally seeing these characters, we've been with them long enough that the we can see some growth. We 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 kind of know everybody, like the, the, the all the players by this point. It was a huge emotional episode. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was great. They also what I liked is through Rex, they got a, a lot of info that we knew yeah. that they didn't. 
Right. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they needed them. that. So yeah, they like, needed that. Can someone show up and tell them this stuff? And thankfully, that's what we got. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Caitlin and Bush, same question. Um, where does this rank since the premiere? Would you rank this one highly? I mean, I think uh, it's also a bit of a bias because we got to see Rex again, which is, you know, always something that tugs at the heartstrings a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, it solves up one of the mysteries that we knew was going to be a big plot point. And so it's, it's, we're moving into act two now. Yeah. We're yeah. moving it. We're, we're officially yeah, in the back half yeah. of this season and yeah. crosshairs out there. The, between that, the Kevin Owens and the Omega story, I think it's going to be less here's guests from the past of the week, even though we talked about that last week, but I think it's, it's going to be less that, and a listener pointed out that's necessary as a bridge. That, yeah, that is, that's that. a good Absolutely. bridge bridging us into what this new thing is going to be. And they've done that well. And now I think in the back half, we're going to be seeing a little more of, well, what are our new mysteries? Yeah. What's how we, yeah. We've dealt with the past. We've got some battle scars, but let's move forward. Have I pounded that one on the ground enough? I don't know. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Question little for bit. you. Yeah. Matt Romano, have I pounded that one enough? Yes or no? <laughs> yes, but I also have another gripe. I, I do have one well, gripe have from gripe? this episode. I have a gripe. Okay, what's the gripe? I can't wait to hear this. Okay, I I uh, I'd like to see Omega get a helmet. You know, mm. they 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 land on the scrapper planet and then they're all going like you know do their thing. The whole Bad Batch are putting their helmets on, whatever. Girl, don't have any armor. She's got no armor, no no helmet. I mean, I'd like to see a helmet on Omega soon. She's Please. a child. She's a child. Yeah. Come on. I haven't even thought about this. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Yes, I, she's I'm a like, child. She's a child. Put some armor on her. Freaking wrap that child in Beskar, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, yes. absolutely. So, she's yeah. still wearing her Kamino and pajamas for exactly. for all intents and purposes. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. You're all gonna throw caution to the wind. And not be suspicious with your armor full on. Get the kid some armor. It's like I don't care. Some armor. Surely yeah. the the younger clones. I don't care if you got to go to the in the kids section and get yeah. like a kid's small clone armor or something. Ezra had, had all these helmets. He spray painted them and everything. You know, get get a, get her a helmet, please. Not that Ezra has I mean, get her a whole new clothes. <laughs> Let's not bring up Ezra, please. You know what that's going to lead to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, for the Bad Batch getting their chips out officially, cannon, cannon, fire. <laughs> We're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. Hello. I don't know about you, but when I'm floating around listening to podcasts, sometimes I find myself wanting merchandise with the name of that podcast on it. What merchandise? T-shirts, mugs, stickers, fanny packs, and more. Return of the Pod now sells merchandise, so go to returnofthepod.store for all of your merchandising needs. I know what I'm going to buy, and I'm 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 malign. I'm not going to buy anything. I don't like the show. I'm not going to buy. I don't care. It does just say stick to the say the words. Why don't you say the just words? Just say the script. Stick to the script. Why don't you stick to the script? All right, you do you. I do me. All right, no, just. Please just say the line at the end. No, just I Just say it. Uh, I love Return of the Pod, and I love Return of the Pod.store. If you can't take my word for it, then you can't take words at all. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, well, neither do you. Mm. 
We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. In comics news, coming from Marvel on June 16th is Star Wars number 14, continuing, as expected, their part of War of the Bounty Hunters, which this is not going away anytime soon. This is going up no, and through like all the way. there's like 40 issues. Yeah, right? it's yeah. going up and through October, and there's going to yeah, be wow. a, uh, a an IG-88 issue. There's going to be different uh, bounty hunters journey. are going to get their own sections. This is This initiative is just getting started, and it's fascinating. It's really good stuff. Mm. Now, I, I have said before that the main High Republic comic from Marvel itself isn't tying into this, and that's still true. But what they are doing is all of these titles have been dropping High Republic references left and right, which is very mm. cool. There's references to the planet Elfrona, which readers of Light of the Jedi will recognize, Afra has been making some references to the Nile and Nile artifacts, which is cool. And there's an appearance from Marlo the Hutt, who we remember, who's about a thousand years old. So he was around for the New Republic. And he makes a groggy reference to Lena So in one of the most recent issues, which I thought was such a cool callback. Now, if you remember, Marlo the Hutt, we saw him in the Clone Wars He's the one that they make look like Marlon Brando in The Godfather. Right. Oh, my God, God. yeah. In our hut council of cliches. They don't don't give him that look in the comic, but, you know, in in the show, he's like, I don't know. It's like uh, they were really hitting that all Godfather. Yeah, it's like we got. And then there's that. The there's the really Jim Robinson one with the thing. See, we gotta go and get some more. Hard. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. I'm not uh, not yeah. here for it, but anyway, yeah. so it was cool. Hit me over the head. It's nice. Seeing, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Now it's nice seeing Marlo the hot back. Rude. But in as Caitlin, as you as you once texted to me, shush. Okay, so (laughs) in book news, or rather book clarification, to be more precise, I've been wrongfully calling the next round of High Republic books phase two. And you know what, guys? It isn't. It is the mm. second wave of phase ah, one. A wave. Ooh. Yeah. And I feel I don't Not feel right phase. continuing yeah. to say wave two or second wave for real world reasons, but that's what it is. Daniel Jose yeah. Older tweeted about this. He pointed this out. There will be three phases, but each phase will have many waves. So maybe, maybe chapters. Okay. Chapters. Yeah, chapters. Yeah, yeah. I mean he said wave. So okay. that's the official thing. I'm I'm <laughs> He's he's one of the writers, so I normally I'd be like, Fine. yeah, I'm going with Caitlin on this, but I I, I mean, you know, we gotta we gotta respect the yeah yeah all right yeah, okay. anyway, but but so this is only what's coming soon on June 29th is just the second wave of Phase One. Who knows how many waves there are going to be? So we are just getting started, and let me wow. tell you, I have dipped my toe a little bit and started uh, Wave Two a little bit early. And I'm allowed mm. to say this. The embargo is up. I'm just saying, oh, man, for fans of this initiative, you are in for a treat. Ooh. Oh, man, this starts and it's hot, hot, hot. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, again, I feel the need to say this. I, I genuinely love this initiative and I'm genuinely excited about this. I'm not being paid yeah. to say this. I actually when, enjoy yeah. this. <laughs> it's yeah, books no, and comics about Star Wars. So, like, <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I love all of these authors and I really love what they're doing here. We're going to move on to gaming news. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. But a little surprise yeah. a couple days ago, the game we were talking about just earlier, Jedi Fallen Order, out of nowhere, got its full next-gen upgrades for both PS5 and Xbox. Early 
earlier in the year, they patched it so it could run at 60 frames per second. But now it's still that, but also full 4K versions, HDR, faster load times, anything. This is an official next-gen version of the game. So the best part, if you already owned the game in a previous version for a previous generation system, you can upgrade it for free. So just download, update, load your saves, and enjoy. There's no reason not to do this. If you're lucky enough to have a next-gen console and you have this game, definitely do it because it's free and it's really, once you load it up, it's easy to do. And let me tell you again, the difference. You think, oh, how much difference could there be? You know, because some other things, when they upgrade to the next-gen, it's like, yeah, it's still cool, but there's not much difference. Oh, man, let me tell you guys. (laughs) It is gorgeous i bet i bet it was a gorgeous game to begin with in true yeah Yeah, it all i mean we were already starting good but the act not only the action is 60 frames per second but also but the 4k and the hdr and everything else Mm. this game looks freaking fantastic this way so if you're lucky enough to have a next-gen console if you have the means I highly recommend picking it up. It's <laughs> it is so choice. You're simply gonna love playing so it. Choice. But it's it's just it's a really it's the best version of that game. And ultimately, the game is so good. It really doesn't matter how you play it. But if you have the means, you know, go for it. This past Friday, I was just gonna take a little peek. I'm like, I'll throw it on to take a look. I got sucked in for hours. Oh and yeah. Guess where I got stuck? Running around in a circle for about an hour and a half. <laughs> Are we shocked? Starts with a Z. Can you guess? Oh, yeah. Zepho. Okay. With that, I'm going to turn it over to the Jedi Master for our next segment. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is Dianoga. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Yeah. Oh, that's the yeah. best one yet, isn't it, Matt? Yeah. I mean, that's a long one. That's a long word. It's a long. It's a lot yeah. of letters. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. words are long, yeah, and others <laughs> are short. Yeah, that's the Dep- wonderful thing about words. They can it be six beautiful. syllables. Yeah. yeah, some can be yep. two. They're also yep. colors and they're also shapes. Great. Isn't that fascinating? Anyway, anyway. yeah, it's Matt. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, it's great. This is the word of the week. That's going to take us to real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk. With some real folks. A big hello and welcome back to Rochelle 734, as well as Brad Bootin, Cartar Binks 27, Venetinto, <laughs> PSU Archie, and of course, they are back, our old friend Firecop 890, which is also <laughs> yeah. the name of my one man show. Welcome back, Firecop. Hasn't been the same without you. On Twitter, Ismail Valdez asks that now that the batch knows how to remove chips, are they going to try to remove crosshairs? And I mm-hmm. say that's likely going to be a main piece of the drama in the back half of this season. It's like not only yeah. why yeah. kill our friend when we can save our friend. They got to save their friend. Yeah. Because yeah. now we know yeah. how to do it. And there's going to be an argument. It's like, you know, it would be easier to just kill him. It's like, but that's <laughs> right. not what we, the bad batch, do. There um, we go. It's like, we've got to save Ross here. Uh, so the Yoda hot or not debate is oh, raging yeah. across Ooh. the internet with some, some listeners posting photos and whatever else. Matt tweeting a thing yeah. of someone holding up a big sign that says hot. It's raging at at least two people. At least two yes, listeners two are saying hot. He's and, definitely hot. And then another another listener, my friend David, saying that Yoda is, and I quote his, his words, DTF. Although <laughs> I think 
<laughs> I think if Yoda were to say it, he'd say that he was DFD. Uh, TFD. He'd say DFT. Oh. I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he mixes right. things around. Yeah. I really, I like should, that. Should I even bother picking that up, or that's just what it's going <laughs> to no, be? No, that's good. That's good. We're living with it. I ruined yeah. it. Okay. We're living with it. I'm going to live with that the rest of but my life. But he is. That's, that's my battle scar. Yeah. Okay. On Instagram, <laughs> I want to thank Additive Beauty for making last episode, the uh, a line from our last episode about the Moochie Festo into a meme. <laughs> they used the always sunny Charlie Day conspiracy wall shot that's now a, a big time meme, and it's an honor. And it made me laugh. So thank you very uh, much. Made me laugh too. And all very I good. have to, all the, the other thing I have to say about that is cat on the wall, eh? All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, speaking right. my language. Uh, <laughs> moving over to Rumpergate, Nicholas uh, A. F. Baldwin. Right? No need for that noise, Matt. It's positive. No, it's fine. That's Nicol- fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> is it fine? Thank you. Yeah, okay. that's good. Yeah. Nicholas A. F. Baldwin writes. Totally agree with Caitlin Bush about Rompergate. No need to further divide genders by engendering clothing. No matter how cute romp him is, glad you gave it to Brian Silliman on Return of the Pod. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very, very well yeah. put, Nicholas. Now, there were more than a few responses much like this over the last week, and I will say that I've read them, I've reflected, and I'll admit I have not, I had not thought about Rompergate in that way before, but now I definitely can see it. And more see? importantly, I can see that Caitlin and Bush was right. And I was very, very wrong. I was definitely wow. wrong. However, no, no. However, just be wrong. Just stand there and you're wrong. This and be wrong. And get used to it. Yeah. Rompers. They are though. What Bolo the authorian wears may be more of a onesie, but what's yeah. the difference? I don't know, except right. to say that I am certain I can't pull off a onesie. I may have a 5% <laughs> shot at pulling off a romper. I will keep everyone updated. But <laughs> so from now on, I've changed. So thank you all for pointing out, out yeah. at the mistake and the reason for that. Rompers and, are agendered. Yeah. I'm as just, all clothes are agendered. We'll just go. It's, yep. it's rompers. It's like. I'm into you know, it. You don't, uh, a hat is a hat. Is a hat. Is a hat. Is a hat. Okay, with that, we're going to go and land on this frigid planet that we heard about, and we're going to hunt for the second piece of this key. We all excited? Oh, yeah. Uh, I almost uh, sure. forgot. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, Caitlin, we don't know what we're going to find here, so knife up. Now, I know everyone is so, so excited about this, but join us next week where we'll continue (laughs) coverage of The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. And do a whole bunch of other stuff, too. In the meantime, you can find us on both Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Return of the Pod. You can also find us directly. Caitlin and Bush, you can be found where? I can be found out at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the presidents. Matt, yes or no, Romano, you can be found where? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at, at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, Ricka, Tick, and Hunter. <laughs> at and goggles. Brian Silliman, that's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take a cheevy. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken Many boats, the force will be with you always. Be the spark.